0: Hello and welcome to the Word Experience Podcast, where the word of God is experienced in a fresh new way. Prepare yourself to hear God's word, talk with simplicity and understanding. And now here's your host, Cliff Gober. What's going on, fam? Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to the Word Experience podcast, where we experience the word in a fresh new way. I am your host, Cliff Gober. Let's start this bad boy off with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much again for this time. We thank you for this word that changes our lives from the inside out. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for insight. We thank you for the wisdom that comes from the throne of heaven, that you love us so much that you want us to know it. Your word says that your ways are higher than our ways, but what I love about you, God, is that you give us access to your ways through your word, and so... We thank you, we appreciate you so much. Now God, we just prepare ourselves to hear a word from you that changes our lives little by little, step by step from the inside out. I declare in the name of Jesus by the authority given to me by the name of Jesus that every ear is open to hear and every heart is wide open to receive not just the word but the word behind the word we declare no weapon formed against this time shall prosper and that the full and complete will of God will be accomplished during this time we declare no hurt harm or danger to those who are traveling and driving while listening to this podcast and um, yeah Lord let's do it let's do it in Jesus name amen glad to have you guys with me today yeah baby (laughs) I'm having a good day today. I'm having a good day. Um, uh, Every day is a good day above ground, man. That's what they say, right? So even in the middle of all of this, um, we can still rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Amen. All right. So the last uh, series of podcasts I hit you guys with were about Be Not Troubled. And so we're coming with a, a supplemental lesson right behind that. Because you can say, well, why should I be not troubled? Well, because of the title of the next podcast, which is, He Cares For You. We cannot be troubled in life knowing that God cares for us, right? And you can make this personal, that God cares for me. He cares for you. He cares about you. All the stuff that you're dealing with, He cares about you right? All the trouble that you've been working through. He he is not, as a, a, a great actor said in one movie about God, he is not an absentee landlord. He's right there and he cares for you. So we're going to look at a few scriptures. Um, I don't plan to be before you long. Uh, you know, the old preachers say, I won't be before you long. And then an hour and a half later, they're still going, right? Uh, and I'm not going to say I won't be before you long because I don't know, but I don't plan to be before you long see the difference stick that one word in makes a big difference right <laughs> all right so let's start with first peter chapter five and we're going to look at verses six and seven and then we're going to look at verse seven from a couple of different translations and uh, we're going to just do what we do go through the word get some explanation bring some things into context so you can see it and really understand what the word is saying and uh, makes it easier to apply it to your life amen so first Peter chapter 5 verses 6 and 7 Uh, again familiar passage of scripture for those of you who are well versed in the word of God but I don't make an assumption that everyone who's listening to this is well versed in the word Um, for everybody who's read scripture and studied the word there's, there's a moment where a particular scripture is the first time you read it and it just explodes, you know, uh, in your mind and in your heart. So uh, if that's you today, well, welcome to 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, <laughs> which reads as thus. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you see see where i get the title of the message from he cares for you that's right out the bible (laughs) humble yourselves under the mighty hand of god that in that he may exalt you in due time now that's a whole nother lesson in and of itself right that we the way we get exalted in God's way of doing things in the kingdom of God way the way we get exalted is we humble ourselves before God and allow him to do the exalting as opposed to how society teaches us or trains us that you have to exalt yourself right and humility is nowhere in the in the picture it's nowhere in the in the equation All right. So the promise is that as we humble ourselves under God's hand or we allow God to lead us with his hand, right, uh, he may exalt us in due time. So, because of that, we can also, part two of this scripture, cast our cares upon him. For he cares for you. I think the exaltation is easier when we cast our cares upon him because the weight is lighter. I can be lifted by him in a much lighter way because I've casted my cares upon him, right? Now, I want to look at verse 7 in both the Amplified Translation and the Phillips Translation. The Amplified Translation says, Casting the whole of your care, watch this, All your anxieties... All your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. This is what we're talking about. Casting the whole of your care. I I know that there are some Christians who say, Well, I'm not going to worry God with that. It's too small for him. There is no size uh, uh, requirement for what we cast our care, for what care we cast upon God. All your anxieties... All your worries, all your concerns, all. I heard a minister say, well, what what includes all? All, it's everything. Cast, throw all your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns. There is no concern that's too small for God. And obviously there is no concern that's too big for God. There is no anxiety that we have that's too small for God. And you are not to be embarrassed about bringing an anxiety to God. Well, I ain't supposed to be anxious. You know the word saved. Don't be anxious. Okay, yeah. And we're going to look at that again, I think. And I've used that in in previous podcasts. But you don't have to be ashamed about being anxious about something. It's a sin to be anxious. No, it's not. Because... It's not, but we, but, but God doesn't want us to be anxious. He wants us to take those things that make us anxious and cast them on him. So how do we do that? Well, Lord, this is, listen, look, God, this is not my problem. I mean, it's my problem, but I'm going to give it to you and I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to try to figure it out. Um, as the old gospel song says, while you trying to figure it out, he's already worked it out. So since you've already worked it out, I'm not going to try to worry to work it out. I'm going to cast this care upon you because you've already got it handled. Um, I was just talking to uh, one of my business partners uh, right before I started this podcast. And and we were talking about the logistical issues that his bosses have at his job. And he said, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm like, yeah, that's, they don't they don't pay you to worry about that stuff right? So, so you know, there are things that we don't have to be concerned about knowing that God's already got it because He cares for me. That, that's why I can put that on Him because He cares for me, right? So the first part of, of verse 7 in the Amplified says, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all on Him because... He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. So not only does he affectionately care for you, he's watchful in his care for you, right? A a parent can say, I care about my child. But in the meantime, they're in the kitchen doing whatever, and the child's running around, and they don't even know what the child, they're not even watching them. And the child is so young that they need to be watched. God says, not only do I have affection for you, but I'm watching you. I care about you watchfully. I care about you affectionately. You got my heart. And I care about you watchfully. You got my eye. My heart is on you and my eye is on you. And my care is connected to my affection for you and how I watch over you. Like an eagle watches over his nest or her nest. Right? That's how God cares for us. The Phillips translation of verse 7 says, You can throw the whole weight of your anxieties upon him. For you are his personal concern. You are his personal concern. Yeah, I know he's God of the universe and I know he's omnipotent and omniscient and omnipresent and omni, omni, omni. But in all of his omni, you are his personal concern. That's one of the amazing things about God. That as grand as he is, he still wants to have a personal one-on-one relationship with each and every one of us. Man, that's amazing. And it boggles the mind. And, And it's almost, to some, too good to be true. Especially if you're stuck in the Old Testament version of God that subtracts the love of God from the equation right man he, he killed he killed thousands of people in the wilderness. there's a whole different context to that that one is not correct in the in the understanding of the translation and two again, it takes the heart of God out of the equation. you inject the love of God in what you read in the Old Testament about God and you'll start seeing a different picture as opposed to the picture that society and the world and and, and demonic-driven influences try to tell us who that God was. Now, that's thing one. Thing two, that was a before-the-cross version of God. We live in an after-the-cross version of God where His love gets poured out in a whole nother way. Now, somebody said, well, wait a minute, God God doesn't change. No, he has not changed, but how he has dealt with mankind has changed because of Jesus. I can't go there. That's a whole nother message. But out of all of that, we go back to you are God's personal concern. I think in, in Ephesians chapter two, Paul says that we are God's workmanship. We are God's workmanship right uh in psalms 139 i think david writes that we are fearfully and wonderfully made right so 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 we are special to god we are his creation we are his children through our faith in jesus we belong to him he he gave his all to have us back to get us back he cares for you affectionately He cares about you watchfully, and you are his personal concern. So take your anxieties, take the things that stress you out, take the things that get you worried, take the things that keep you up at night, and give them to him. Take them off of your mind. I can't get this off of my mind. I can't get it out of my mind. Cast it on him and keep it out of your mind. So you don't walk around with that, and you can't handle it anyway. If you could handle it, it'd be you'd be handling it. But you're not handling it; it's handling you. So why don't we give it, turn it over to the one who can handle it? So we can rest, so we can be relaxed, so we can be the real light in the dark world. I I, I just ran into a, a good buddy of mine who's a pastor. On fire for God, just a wonderful man of of integrity and um, and transparency. And he and his wife uh, lost their oldest son uh, tragically, and uh, ran into him in the park yesterday. I hadn't seen him since the tragedy, and uh, man, we were encouraging each other, you know. Now, if he didn't cast that thing on the Lord, there's no way. He would be able to pastor. There's no way he would be able to be a husband to his wife. There's no way he would be able to be a good father to their daughter, right? He couldn't if he was carrying all of that. And yes, he's wrestling with it. And yes, he has moments. But he has is, he is, he is laid himself before God and he has cast that thing upon him so he doesn't have to carry that weight every day. Does he grieve and does he have bad days of grief? Yes, of course he does. And he'll be the first to tell you. But he's not carrying it to the point where it's weighed him down so much that he cannot carry on his assignment and be a light in the world. I saw he's waving at people in the park. He's in the park working out with another dude. Big old smile on his face gave me a huge embrace. And we just, you know, we just chopped it up. And I love him dearly. And I love him for his witness. You know, and right in the middle of all of this, he's still saying God is still good and God still got me and he's still in control and I still trust him. And I'm not running off away from him. And did I have my moments when I was mad at him? Yeah. But he cast that care upon him. You know. And that's 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 a great example for us. All right. So uh, that's First Peter 5, 6 and 7. Let's go to Psalms 23 and 1. Um, uh, this is about God caring for you. And I just want to bring up some scriptures to remind us. And I did say us because I have to be reminded of it from time to time myself in times of anxieties and worries. Cliff, you just said we're supposed to cast them on it. You got stuff? Yeah, I got stuff. (laughs) I know it works because I've cast it on him and it allows me to go to sleep. Or I've cast it on him and it allows me to work. And I've cast it on him and it, it allows me to do these podcasts. Right? So, you know, I know this stuff works. I'm not just the president. I'm a client. (laughs) psalms 23 verse 1 says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want many of you could quote the rest of that and that's great i'm grateful for that but i want to look at the Amplified translation of just that scripture it says the lord is my shepherd to feed guide and shield me i shall not lack The Lord is my shepherd with what responsibilities? To feed me, to guide me, and to shield me. Why? Because he cares about me affectionately and he cares about me watchfully. That's the heart of the shepherd. The heart of the shepherd is not just to guide the sheep, but also to watch the sheep, to feed the sheep, to shield the sheep, to protect it from, from all hurt, harm, or danger. And I shall not be in lack. I shall not because the Lord is my shepherd. And and later on in the gospels, Jesus calls himself the good shepherd who protects the sheep. Right? So we have a shepherd that's going to feed us, guide us, shield us, and make sure that we are never in lack because he cares for us. He cares for us. He cares for us. I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it personal he cares for you he cares for you um those of you who grew up in you know church in the 70s and the 80s there was a uh gospel group out of Chicago called the uh the, the Thompson Community Singers and um they had a song called he cares for you and uh if you're familiar with it pull it up on uh you know YouTube or something Milton Brunson and the Thompson Community Singers. We used to call them the Tommies, right? I guess if they're still around, I think they are. I think they still call themselves the Tommies, right? And they had that song, He Cares For You. So if you got iTunes or, you know, Spotify or pull it up on YouTube, He Cares For You, let that thing minister to you. It's a great song, great song, all right? All right, so that was Psalms 23 and 1. Let's look now at Philippians 4 verse 6, and I alluded to this scripture earlier in the podcast, and I've used it, I think I used it in the last series about, um, um be not troubled. Philippians 4, verse 6 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Now, I want to, I want to read this out of a translation called the voice translation, and then I'm going to read it out of the new living. The voice translation says don't be anxious about things instead pray pray about everything watch this he longs to hear your requests so talk to god about your needs and be thankful for what has come man that's just a great recipe for peace As a matter of fact the next verse seven talks about how the peace of god when you do those things in verse six that the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Why is all of this stuff there? Because he cares for you. Don't be anxious about this. Listen, I know there's a lot to be anxious about these days. And if you're listening to this podcast five years from now, there might be different stuff to be anxious about. There's always something that we can find to be anxious about. But instead of being anxious, pray. Pray. I think one translation of this says, take your concerns and turn them into prayers. Pray about everything. Well, I'm not going to pray to God about that. He longs to hear your requests. Well, Lord, I know you're busy. Busy? Then stop it with the busy. He longs to hear your requests. Why? Because what do we see in the earlier scripture? He cares about you affectionately and cares for you watchfully. So he wants to hear your request. He's the shepherd that feeds and guides and shields. He wants to hear your request. So talk to God about your needs and be thankful for what has come. You're not created to be a child of God to be out here living this life by yourself on your own and some of you that may be your life that may be your life experience that you've kind of had to bounce through life and get through life on your own because the people who were supposed to be there for you just weren't right but 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 God is saying now that you're in my family you don't have to be by yourself You don't have to handle things on your own. You don't have to do it your own way. I'm there for you. But yeah, but Cliff, you know, God helps those who helps themselves. That is not scriptural. It says in a couple of different places, he's there for you in trouble. He's a very present help in a time of trouble. I think Psalm, that was Psalms 46, I think. And in Psalms 91, he says, I will be with you in trouble. So this is not about God helping those who helps themselves. That's a quote from somebody else. That's not scriptural. That's not Bible. Don't 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 buy into that. God helps the helpless. I heard a I heard a, uh, a minister say. David says in a couple of different places. I cried out to the Lord and He heard my requests. I, I leaned on God. He is a lifter of my head. So he wants to hear your requests. So talk to God about your needs. Be thankful for what has come. The New Living Translation of Philippians 4 and 6 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Boy, that'll get you through the day, huh? (laughs) Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. My family, uh, we just had a Zoom call earlier today, my family members, and my dad created something when we were kids called the Gober motto. I may have mentioned this on an earlier podcast. And uh, the Gober motto is, um, put God in front and do the best you can. Don't worry about anything and we'll all walk hand in hand. Right? Now, when we were growing up, it was corny as all get out. But you know what? Don't worry about anything is right in the middle of that motto. And so here we are right here looking at scripture saying, don't worry about anything. But I can't help it. Yes, you can. You've just trained yourself to worry about everything. And, and, and in your mind, worrying uh, translates, I, I'm concerned about this. If I don't worry, that means I don't care about it. That's not true. You can be concerned about something without worrying about it. Absolutely you can. Those dots of worrying and I care that shows how much I care. Those dots are not supposed to connect. I can be care, I can be concerned about a thing, I can care about a thing to the point where I do what I can. to to rectify the situation or to help things or to make things better, but that doesn't mean I'm supposed to worry about it. Anytime, this is for somebody, anytime you find yourself going into worry, tell yourself, no, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to cast that care upon the Lord. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to pray about it. Let's keep it that simple. Because I know there may be some believers here, you're kind of young in the faith. So let's keep it simple. You start worrying about something, tell yourself, no, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to pray about it. No, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to pray about it. Okay, and then how do you pray about it? God, I don't know how to deal with this, so help me deal with this. Or God, I don't know what to do with this, but you know that podcast says something about casting the care on you, so I'm going to let you handle it. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to take my hands off of it. Or God, show me I need your help in this. Maybe you can't take your hands off of it. Maybe you have to have your hands on it, but having your hands on it is causing you to worry. So in your prayer, God, I don't want to worry about this, so I need your help to help me. Show me how to do this, and I promise you he will. I promise you he will. This is this does not have to be deep in how we come to God. But when we come to God, deep things happen. Religion has trained us to believe that you got to say all of these words and be all spiritual and, and know the Bible back to front before God will hear your prayer. And that's just not true. God, I need your help is one of the deepest prayers you can pray. So don't worry about it. Pray about it. Tell God what you need. Thank Him for what He's done. All right? I, almost, I can almost finish it there, but I I, I I got two more scriptures I want to hit you guys with, and we'll call it a day. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. He cares for you, guys. He cares for you. He cares for you. He doesn't want you out here trying to figure out all of this stuff on your own. And again, maybe that's what you had to do growing up because you didn't have a dad or you didn't have a mom or you grew up an orphan or you grew up in foster care and you didn't have anybody looking out for you. God cares for you. He cares for you. Maybe you did have parents, but they didn't really care for you. God cares for you. He cares for you. Maybe the people who were supposed to care for you growing up up abused you. God's never going to abuse you. He cares for you. He cares for you. He cares for you. This is piercing the heart of somebody, man. And your heart's been so hard. Because everybody who was supposed to look out for you didn't look out for you. But I'm telling you right now, God cares for you. And he can help you turn your life around. And whatever life you saw for yourself and your life has been a nightmare, God can bring the dream back and make it even better than what you dreamed. I promise you. If you trust him, if you put your cares on him, him, if you allow him to be the shepherd in your life and allow him to guide you and feed you and shield you and protect you, your life is going to be better than you could have ever imagined for yourself. Jeremiah 31 and 3. Jeremiah 31 and 3. Jeremiah 31 and 3. And I'm going to finish with this. I'm going to finish with this. I'm just sensing in my spirit. I've kind of covered what needs to be covered. Jeremiah 31 and 3 says, The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you. Now, the translation from the message translation says, God told them, I've never quit loving you and never will. Expect love, love, and more love. I've never quit loving you, and I never will. What you can expect from me, God says, is love, love, and more love. I've drawn you with loving kindness. Paul says in Romans chapter uh, 8, I believe. Uh, Don't you know that it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance? It's the goodness of God that causes men to change their mind and their direction. Love, love, and more love. I've never quit loving you, and I never will. Because he cares for you. He cares for you. Yes, you. No, he can't care for me, not what I've done. Yes, you. If he cares so much for me, why did he let me go through that? There's a testimony in your life experience that's waiting to get out. And as soon as you make a commitment to let God love you and your life changes, all of that stuff you went through, when you share it with other people, when you get on the other side of it, it's going to bless other people. It's like Harriet Tubman escaping from slavery and going back and getting other slaves out. That's what you're going to be. That's what you're going to be. You're going to be the Harriet Tubman of your situation. So everybody who's been through your, that's going through your situation, once you come out of it, everybody that's in the same thing that you used to be in, you're going to be able to bring, God's going to use you to bring them out of it. Bring them out of the strip clubs, bring them out of the dope game, bring them out of depression, bring them out of anger, bring them out of the spirit of murder. You're going to be able to bring them out. Cause God brought you out, but you're going to have to walk this thing all the way out and trust God and trust that he loves you and trust that he cares for you and open up your heart to him. And I know it's very scary, but you got to open up your heart to him and let the love of God inside you. And actually, the love of God is already inside you if you're born again because God poured his love in you by the Holy Spirit when you got born again. So now it's about letting what's in you come out of you and flow out of you and and infuse your heart with his love. I know it's scary because the last few times you tried to love somebody, man, they did you wrong. They did you wrong. They did you wrong. They did you wrong and they hurt you so bad. God's never going to do that to you. He's never going to do that to you. So let him in. And if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't given Jesus God your life, let him in. Just ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. To forgive you of your sins and, and make you a part of the family of God. I mean, there's all these, you know orderly ways that we're supposed to say it in the sinner's prayer and all this stuff listen just go to God and say God I want you in my life Jesus I believe you died for me come into my heart be my Lord and Savior change my life by, from the inside out please God please just 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 pray that prayer and then let him love you he cares for you so much man my heart is I'm just feeling compassion in my heart for somebody listening to this that he cares for you you're so precious to him. You're so valuable to him. Don't 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 be deceived. He cares for you. He cares for you. This podcast will be heard by dozens of people, but there's some specific people that this one is for. And hear my voice. Hear God in my voice. He loves you and he cares for you. He loves you. And he cares for you. Amen. Man, I started with just such a great big bouncy smile and I was so excited. Now I'm ready to cry, man. I just feel the compassion pouring out of me. uh, And I feel the heart of some of you guys who will be listening to this. He cares for you, man. That's why we're not going to be troubled because I know God cares for me. He cares for me. He cares for me. He cares for you. He cares for you. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He cares for you. He loves you with a great love. He loves you with a great love. I got to go. I got to go. I got to (laughs) go. But uh, he cares for you, man. He does. He really, really does. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for taking out the time. I just pray that these podcasts and lessons be a blessing to you. I know they are because they come straight from the heart of God. Just, they, he just uses my mouth uh, to do these things. So thank you again for listening. Tune in next time on the Word Experience Podcast. where we experience the Word in a fresh new way. God bless you guys. I love you so much. Peace. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And that what you heard will start you on a journey of change and transformation. If you'd like to communicate with Cliff with a question or a comment, you can do so via email at clifftalks63 at gmail.com. That's clifftalks, the number 63, at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. God bless, and we'll see you next time on The Word Experience.